This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this is the award-winning After 9 with Scott and Kat. Hello, sweetie. Welcome to the show. So, you got any plans this weekend? Um, Valentine's Day is coming up. That's this weekend? This weekend. Valentine's Day it is. Oh, that's sweet. Valentine's Day is nice for couples. So what do you want to do? Well, it's Valentine's Day, so... Candy, flowers, that's easy. Don't take flowers and candy. Show up like a man. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Come on, it's showtime. And happy motherfucking Friday! What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of After 9. Scott, Cat, and on Fridays, Dave Lazar joins us. Dave, I haven't seen you in hours. I know, it's crazy, isn't it? We were all on a Zoom call last night for reasons that we'll explain uh, probably next week or the week after. But uh, I actually saw Dave for the first time the other day, uh, last night, and I cannot believe how much hair you have. Usually you keep your hair really short, but when you logged on to that meeting last night, I thought, holy shit, Dave's got a fro. <laughs> I have a fro. It's true. My hair, cat. I, I'll show you this. You can see through yeah, the glasses. It's getting long. Yeah, and my hair grows straight. It's dead, dead straight hair, and it grows out yeah. before it, grow, it falls down. Like the gravity needs to bring the hair down. So yeah. I, I do. I grow like a like a, a very straight kind of a fro haircut because it's just it's just round <laughs> and it's it's a. Uh, there's nothing I can do with it. It's in the middle stage right now where it's not long enough to do something with it. It's not right. short enough to style right. because now there's like weird spots just poking out and uh, it's a nightmare. I've been wearing hats every day. Oh, do you if, have if like I, a hair? Are you like Scott where you have a particular person that you go to for your hair that you're just waiting on to open so that you do it? Or have you thought about trusting someone else to do it? Like your wife, for example? Oh, no, no. no. I, I made that mistake during wave one <laughs> of the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> I ended up shaving my head. I ended up, uh, really? yeah, I just did a full head shave, which is fine. Um, yeah. I, I just, eh, I didn't want to do it this time around. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I mean, hey, let it grow. Let it, let grow. it grow. Let it grow. Uh, I think that it's lovely, Dave. Now, if I gave you two choices, though, like you could deal with this now rather than waiting till Tuesday when things reopen. I'm going to give you two choices. Let your wife cut it. Or Gorilla Glue. Which one are you going to go with? Well, you know, if it includes me getting a $13,000 GoFundMe for, for, uh, for being dumb, then I will uh, probably do the Gorilla Glue. Uh, Kat, you've got an update on Gorilla Glue Girl, do you not? Yeah, so Gorilla Glue Girl took the surgeon, who is now like the most Googled surgeon, mm -hmm. uh, up on his offer. So she was flown to Beverly Hills. Um, she underwent the surgery this week, and, and she is good to go. She is free and clear. All of the glue is out of her scalp. You look great, girl. I just don't know if <laughs> Thank you all so much. It looks great. How do you feel now that this whole ordeal is basically over? Do you feel bad for her, Dave, or do you think that this was... Uh, uh, is she a victim here? Because she's going to sue the Gorilla Glue Company. Okay. So that's the part that I have the biggest problem with. Okay, look. Somebody says, uh, maybe I'll use glue. There's tons of hacks, and you can look them up online where people use bits of glue to do things for style. Okay, sure. But 
to sue the company because they didn't explicitly tell you don't put this on your hair? Like, how is that fair to Gorilla Glue? Do they have to have, like, a scroll that comes with every bottle of Gorilla Glue that tells you the things you shouldn't do with it? Don't put this in your ass. Don't put this in your eye. Don't <laughs> eat this. Don't do, like, do they have to do that? Or are we not smart enough to make those decisions for ourselves without having to be told? It's like, oh, this, uh, this toaster that I bought doesn't say don't stick a fork in it. But if I stick a fork in it, can I get mad and sue Betty Crocker, whoever made this toaster? Like, is that fair? No, it's not. But here's the problem. People do strange things. I'm not going to say it was a dumb thing because I now understand that there are certain glue type products out there for your hair. It's like gel, essentially, that have a gorilla on the bottle. So maybe she truly did get confused. And if she did get confused and use the glue instead of the hair product, okay, accidents happen. Maybe your mind was elsewhere. But people don't seem to want to take personal responsibility anymore. And that's my biggest problem with it is if if I fuck up and do something dumb, I got to own that and admit, all right, I screwed up and did something dumb. I put fucking Gorilla Glue in my hair. What's the argument? I can't sue the Gorilla Glue company because I did something stupid. Precisely. What is the argument that she has uh, or the grounds to sue the Gorilla Glue company? They didn't expressly convey the message that it's not intended for hair. Oh, come on. It it lists a couple of things in eyes. Keep away from eyes, skin, whatever it is. There's like three or four things listed on the bottle, and hair is not not one of them is her argument. Do you know what's on what your hair is attached to? Your head? And on your head, you have skin, Mm -hmm. and it says avoid contact with skin. Yeah. You have to know that your hair is not like a – it's not a brick wall. (laughs) You know, when you put stuff on your hair, it's going to touch your skin. Come on. Come on. This is so silly. Just accept a little bit of responsibility. I know it sucks and you think, oh, I could sue somebody for this. It was you that did it. The Gorilla Glue people, they didn't do anything wrong here. They just made a good binding agent and and put it on the shelves. They shouldn't have to explain all the different places that you shouldn't put it. Uh, To your point, Dave, I mean, it doesn't specifically say don't put this in your asshole, but if you do, it's going to glue your asshole shut. (laughs) Well, never mind. Uh, No joke. So the Gorilla Glue Challenge started to I want to say trend. It doesn't mean a ton of people were doing it, but Mm. it did start to trend because people were sharing videos of other people trying to see what would happen when they put Gorilla Glue on things. So keep in mind, yeah, these are people who are willingly doing it. At this point, I don't think you could even attempt to sue because they knew going into it, let's see what happens when. One of the guys, also from Louisiana, actually, uh, Gorilla Glue sprayed his lip thinking that it wouldn't stick. And it stuck to a cup that he stuck it to because that's what glue, that's how glue works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And thought if I moisten my lips really quick first and then add the glue and then do that, it won't stick. He was wrong. So he had to go to the ER and he had to get a, uh, he had to get it basically peeled off of his lips. He said it was extremely painful. No shit. Of course it is. Why are people, why do people do these stupid things? Can we stop? Can we stop? It's so frustrating. I, I really wish people would stop. Uh, coming up on this episode of After Nine, we're going to spend a little bit of time talking about the March break. What March break? Nope. No such thing, Scott. <laughs> I, I have to. I, I just need a second so that I don't completely lose my fucking mind on this. So just let me get my thoughts together on it. We'll talk about that in a sec. First off, we ran a good contest here this morning on our FM radio show on 91.5 The Beat in Kitchener, where we ask people using only emojis to describe what they're planning for the weekend. People are horny as shit and so tired. That's what I've determined <laughs> from right. looking at these emojis that came in. I'm tired, I'm horny, and I'm hungry. 
Yeah. Let's go over the long weekend. This one's got a finger point. This one's got an okay symbol beside the finger point and a tongue emoji. So, uh, hey, oh. have fun uh, getting Ooh. fingered this weekend, I guess. And, <laughs> like, congratulations. Who doesn't have fun when they're getting fingered on the weekend? I, I'm telling you, Dave, not one of these are, like, not sexual. Like, there's really? a couple. Actually, there's a few. There's a few that are not. Okay, can I take a, that first one? I think I have a different slant on it. So the finger point, the okay symbol, and then the wet. Yeah. I think it's point out the white supremacists and splash them with water. <laughs> Okay. Uh, All right. Am I uh, too far sounds off? Sounds like a fun that? weekend too. Right. I'll take the I'll take the first option, right. but that's just me. Finger white supremacists. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's one from Jessica. It is the mask emoji, home, and painting nails. Okay, so you're cool. gonna stay home and do your nails. That's yeah. good for you. That's great. Manny Petty's over the long weekend. Here is one from Jason, who's a regular listener to both the podcast and the FM radio show. It's the two girls emoji, the number three, and an eggplant. Wow, Jason's having a fucking threesome this weekend. Good. Good for you. If you already know it's happening, that's great. Pre-planning a threesome? Well, sometimes they don't happen by accident. You'd be surprised how difficult it is to arrange. You have to RSVP early for those things, Dave. It's absolutely in the calendar. So if you're going to do that, what do you, like, does somebody bring snacks? Like, is it, like, like, (laughs) what's the protocol here? I brought some hors d'oeuvres. Where do I put these? Well, and then there's so many questions. Like, is this a couple bringing somebody in or is this three people just at random saying, you know what, it's time for some fun. You know, I, I... I'm interested. I know. Yeah, it, it's very possible it could be any one of those things, but I like that it's organized this far in advance. Uh, That's this, great. This, Did you propose it by sending those emojis, by the way? Like well, it's group, not a horrible idea. In a yeah. group chat, you send those and just be like, figure it out. Question mark? <laughs> feelings, impressions? Sure. I'm in. Uh, this person has like a cartwheel emoji, a hot pepper, and the symbol for I love you, but then follows it up with, well, <laughs> they don't have a shocker emoji. <laughs> I died when I saw that one. The hot pepper shocker is probably <laughs> on the same level as the the gorilla glue. It's, what happened? Boyfriend stuck a hot pepper just, up my ass. I just clenched you when you said that. I got a Carolina Reaper in the cornhole. <laughs> I got to get to the ER. Too sweet. That's one way to stay warm. <laughs> Uh, here is the loving eyes, the tongue, and a peach. Oh, so you're going to eat some ass this weekend. Uh, all right. Cool. Again, we know what's going on. That's that's leaves very little to the imagination. Uh, a couple people sent out the virus emoji. Are you planning on contracting the coronavirus this weekend? Like going I'm going to get me to some it? Cupid COVID. <laughs> Well, there's a lot of viruses you could catch on a long weekend. I, I suppose we shouldn't narrow it down specifically to COVID. But and by the way, can we enter this into the official record? I think we just came up with something, a, a new trend. If somebody's trying to get COVID and they get it through sexual contact with a, a positive case of COVID, we call that the Cupid COVID. Can we go it's ahead with Cupid that? COVID. I went to a threesome. I, like and I caught the Cupid got COVID. The Cupid it's COVID. the craziest thing. Yeah, unreal. <laughs> uh, nope. Not, not ready for March break yet. Not ready yet. Mm. Uh, Another one here, and and I'm curious about this topic. So, Kat, we're going to bring in your expertise as the current owner of a vagina. Uh, The current owner? Is it on Proud owner. Proud (laughs) owner. Thank you. Thank you very much. (laughs) You girls seem to love those things. It's great. Um, In California, there is a new law that's been proposed, and it would make California the first state in America 
to make removing a condom without consent during sex classified as a criminal activity. It's a Democratic Assembly member, Christina Garcia. She introduced the bill on Monday. This is the second time she's tried. She says the non-consensual condom removal, also known as stealthing, should be part of the state civil code. If passed, if a man removes a condom without consent, it would be sexual battery. Very serious crime under the criminal code. Can I tell you I thought that was a law? I honest to God thought that was a law. Is it a law here? You can't go in with a condom, pull the condom off and fucking surprise and not get and get away with that. You can't get away with that, can you? I, that is sexual battery. Maybe this has been just a like a community standard. I don't know that there is a law on the books of this. I don't I'm not know sure. either. I actually would not know that. But I don't understand. Don't tell me that people have a problem with this. Oh, you should see it. There's guys do. already oh, on God. Facebook that are. I shared the story, and there's people saying things like, "Oh, what? So we got a videotape now just to make sure that we have their consent? Or what if it's too big and it falls off? Well, I don't know. Why don't oh, you get a bigger dick? Well, then don't admit that on Facebook, first why of all. Why don't you get a bigger dick? Yeah, why don't you get a bigger dick? Here's the, here's the message of hope on a Friday that you all needed while listening to the podcast. Why don't you just get a bigger dick? That seems like a you problem, my friend. Yeah. yeah. If it falls off, don't blame her. That's not her. I, I just this, this is one of those things where I think people are, are reacting in a nonsensible way. Like, it's just, I think it's let's put up a, a resistance just for the sake of putting up a resistance. Let's argue with everybody and everybody that's making sense. Let's just argue the opposite. Even if our point is super flimsy like this, I mean, come, how can you honestly have a problem with this? Yeah. Even if it doesn't mm-hmm. affect you, like, you know, you ask those people, well, is that you? Do you think that could happen? Oh no, not me. Then who are you arguing for? It's like the people who argue or, or they're offended, but it doesn't actually offend them, but they think it might offend someone else. Well, they, they look at all... this like it's a whole, uh, it's another example of a cancel culture kind of deal. Right. Uh, we're That's just exactly all of a sudden right. going after everybody. Snowflakes. Like, well, hang on a second. Like, Snowflakes, you should all enjoy getting <laughs> raped and shit like that. Yeah, what's well, wrong with you? What's the problem? <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. You girls are soft. <laughs> Fuck. Back in my you know? day, you know, it's like, wow. Okay. <laughs> Okay, but one thing I don't understand is, Kat, would a woman know, like if a guy goes in with a condom and then he takes the condom off, would a woman realize that that's happened or is that a total like shock kind of deal when you're done? 100%, but it depends on the stage of inebriation perhaps, but yes. But keep in mind, this is in play not just for that reason. Let's not forget that there's AIDS. Not mm-hmm. forget those people who are HIV positive and yep. there's people who have purposely tried to get someone else HIV positive. And it's not mm-hmm. just a man to a woman. We're talking men to men. And that happens. And that apparently is an issue. And it's a big enough issue there that they're making it law. And so they should. Pregnancy. Unwanted pregnancy course, is another huge a, one. another thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, sometimes you just want to go and have yourself a little. What is it? Eggplant squirt strawberry and Mm -hmm. you just want to have that without the kid that comes along nine months later so i get it i mean listen just so we're clear so everybody understands before you turn into that person who wants to complain on facebook about this law what a weird thing to complain about by the way yeah um I, I want to see this tried on, like, Judge Judy or something like that. Like, I Seriously. See, that's got to be the first place it goes is, like, the people versus, come on, baby, it's my birthday. You, you know, <laughs> let's, 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 let's see how this one plays out. On, uh, let's just reiterate that 
everything has to be consensual. Nobody should be uncomfortable or leave that sexual encounter thinking that something wrong happened there. And if that happens, you didn't do it right. And and you if 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 you like try and stealth somebody, rip the condom off when they're not looking and hope they don't notice just so you can have a better feel good experience. Awful. That is sexual battery and yeah. you probably should be charged criminally. It's pretty simple to me. And if it's not a law, I really think it should be a law here in Canada. I really, really do. That should just be a no-brainer. Valentine's Day. What's it going to look like for you, Dave? Uh, you know, First one is a married man. Yeah, and I'm going to follow up on a conversation we had. I believe it was on the last podcast or the one before when you, you guys made fun of me for my heart-shaped pizza uh, yeah. idea. Uh, did and, we make fun of you? Uh, you, kind of, uh, you kind of went at me. <laughs> when he left, you did call him a loser cat. Oh, <laughs> that is not true. That is not true. But you said that your wife was planning Valentine's Day. Is that uh, still the For case? the most part, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm still expected to, to come to the table with something. <laughs> you know, like right. It's not just a you figure the whole thing out. Like I still have to 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 meet her, you know, eight yeah. and twenty or whatever percentage we're going to go with. But Condom's not going to put itself on. That's Dave right. Is participating in some way. <laughs> that's right. Um, so uh, yesterday she sent me uh, a post on Facebook. It was an ad for uh, a local pizza place that does heart shaped pizzas. Cute. And she says, Aww. "Isn't this great? Let's do this." And I went, "Huh." So it wasn't such a bad idea after all. Let's keep this. Let's keep this, the uh, the romance alive. It's like what eight years running, six years running, five years, however long it is now. Heart shaped pizzas on Valentine's Day. That's your thing. That could be your thing. That that's you the do. yeah. And, and but I wanted to point out that when I said it, you guys laughed at me. She sent it to me saying, "Let's do this," and I went, "Boom!" Mm. Dave Lazard is the most romantic man alive. So you're not even making the pizza. You're just going to order it. What, what am I going to make the pizza? What, what? Lazy fuck. My chef Boyard Dave. I'm not making. I'm making the pizza. Not that hard. You want it done right. <laughs> I haven't done a thing to plan for Valentine's Day. You haven't yet. done one thing. Not a thing. Really? I haven't bought anything. I haven't planned anything. And will I you? No, I don't know that I'm gonna this year. Mm. I might just keep her super low key. It's not our first Valentine's Day, so I don't. Uh, uh, I think I'm going to take my advice from two weeks ago and keep that bar very, very low for the 14th of February. Okay. Or should I? Uh, this I is your chance to convince me I'm wrong. Kat, let me ask you. Mm-hmm. What do you think of this? <laughs> Defer to me. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, keep it low-key. Keep it low-key. Thank you. Yeah, this is, your, this is the year that I think a lot of people can get away with it. Right. If there was ever a year, this is the one. Yeah. I think. Oh, order, order, on. You know what's a great idea, oh. Scott? You know what's a great idea? Order. You know what you should do? This is brilliant. You should order a heart-shaped pizza. Really? Yeah. Like that's a great oh, idea. You sons of bitches. Panty remover. <laughs> Fuck. You the pepperoni emoji. Eat some pepperoni. <laughs> and take your emoji. underwear off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Send her the pepperoni emoji. And be like, hey, Valentine. Hot peppers. Hot up. peppers. Yeah. Mushroom. Don't even know what the fuck that is. Uh, but. Let me get this straight. You are recommending, Kat, that Scott uses COVID as an excuse to get out of trying to do something nice for his girlfriend. You're absolutely correct. Wow. <laughs> that, to for me, is the bar being set low. For everybody. Everybody can just chill out Take a, a mulligan bit. this year? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I think you know, it's well, fine. Guys, I did order her that Moderna vaccine, but it's not going to arrive on time. <laughs> well, listen. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's important to, to care for the people you care about, you know, and, and show them that you care. But uh, I just, it feels weird to say, take a, take a mulligan on it. It, it. We'll come back around to this next year. Nothing oh. counts. So what, birthdays don't count this year? Did you celebrate Christmas this year? 
I did, but that's Christmas. Oh, I take that seriously. Oh, I don't see, but some people take Valentine's Day seriously. Some people don't. I'm not the Honey, type of- I did plan for Valentine's Day. It's just Justin Trudeau fucked it up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah blame it on him. Blame it on you. Remember um, that when you cast your fucking ballot is what you do. Yeah, if you don't want, but that's what somebody's got to stand up and say. Somebody's got to. Their platform is: if you want holidays back, you're gonna vote for me. <laughs> You want St. Patrick's Day again? Well, I'm your guy. I'm the guy to make it all happen. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at sax.com. March break has been pushed back to the week of April the 12th in Ontario this year. And they're doing that because they say it will help keep COVID out of the schools. And they're basing that on what happened in the fall, that there weren't a lot of uh, infections in kids until they left for the Christmas break and then all hell broke loose. And at one point, like a, a third of all infections were in kids that were school age. Mm-hmm. That was what happened once school let out. So the theory is that they're safer in school. So they moved back March break this year. And lo and behold, it was like the unions had the press release pre-written. All four of them, which they don't usually agree on much, but they all agreed on this press release that this is bad for the teachers and the students on mental health grounds. What do you think about this? Moving March break back. Is it bad for mental health? I am so confused because there were so many arguments about mental health to get kids back into the classroom. Like, That's that what a, I thought. That was a big thing. That was a big story. It was like, let's get these kids back to routine. They are suffering. And I know every child is different. So that said, if you have a child that, that, that doesn't need to be in the school, then they probably shouldn't be there to begin with. You should have probably chosen for them to be home anyway. So don't complain that they're in the school because it seems to be working really well for families to have that structure, to have that routine. I, I've i said it in the podcast before, and I did get a couple of DMs because I said, it's a no-brainer to me, move March break, and people said, why? That's one of the reasons why. I feel like kids do need this, and they're absolutely right. They went off for a break for Christmas, never came back. Last March break, I mean, we knew it would probably happen, but last year... All hell broke loose there, too. Kids never went back again. So why not push it? They also run the risk of if, let's say, they did March break and then numbers got really bad, they might not be able to end the school year. And they need to be able to at least give kids a little bit more. So if they can give them an extra month, let's just continue on with this extra month. I I don't really understand. I know some people have an issue with it, but I don't get it. It's just common sense to me. So if you see that the numbers are going down consistently as far as daily case counts are concerned, and there's, again, there's a good swell of people on Facebook who like to scream and say that that's not a good measurement of anything, but kind of is. Um, so if the numbers are going down um, and then we go ahead and have March break and everyone goes and, and, you know, does whatever they want, like most people said they were going to do at some point over the holidays, whether they said it out loud or not, and a lot of them did it, um, d- does this mean that we end up kind of screwing up all the work that we've done over the last couple of months and kind of puts us in a bad place. So the idea, at least as far as I understand, is move the March break so we can keep another month worth of downward trend in the numbers. And then in April, hey, okay, we're ready now. Although I still even think that that's questionable, that that's going to be the right time to do it. How can you predict other than, you know, you have your models that will predict what's going to happen. But um, 
even that's not foolproof, Yeah, we found out. Yeah. Some people believe, and I tend to agree with it, that we should just eliminate it altogether and remove a week from June if we can manage to get through the entire thing until June. But they say they need a break for themselves, those who are working, mm-hmm. right? They're needing a break. Mm. That, that part I get. But again, you can't have the argument that these kids need this, but then the adults need a break. There are people that have been working through this pandemic Every single day. You don't think that they need a break when they're working in the hospitals, when they're doing everything that they have to do frontline? There's a lot of people that need a break, but they're not getting it. And I'm not trying to compare a a teacher to to a doctor or a nurse. I understand there are different professions. Um, And the union for for the teachers is extremely loud, uh, but... It just this just makes sense to me, and it's probably for the best. Well, the one thing that you said there, Kat, sorry, I agreed with everything you said, but one thing that I think we should highlight here, and you're absolutely right, is based on what's happened over the last year, it's extremely reasonable to think that once we take this break, if these variants continue to grow, they won't be going back. That'll be it. Mm-hmm. You'll just be mm-hmm. distance learning for the rest of the year. And and I'm thinking back to what was that? What was that? A, a, a week ago mm. when people were flipping out, get kids back in school. Yeah. Okay. Well, they're back in school and we're going to keep them in school for as long as possible. But once they break, they might not be able to go back. So I think most people would agree it'd be better to have them in school and for the most part safe until the middle of April as opposed to the middle of March. Because they might not go back. Yeah. Let me also say here, and, and I'll preface this by saying I'm not a fan of the teachers union. I think that the teacher unions unions are experts at putting teachers in a shitty position where they end up looking bad. And and the reason I say that in this case is because, guys, is this really the hill you want to die on here? Because there's a large portion of the population that is not as loud as the teachers unions, but they're real people out there that think – Teachers have a pretty good gig. They get the uh, good salary, job protection, benefits, pension. They have summers off. They get a break in March. They get a break at Christmas. They get a lot of long weekends in between. There's a lot of people who think that's a pretty good existence. And I don't know that you're really going to be able to convince the majority of those people that you need this break in March. And don't get me wrong. I get that you guys are burnt out. I get it. I've sat in on a few of those Zoom classes and the amount of dumb questions you you guys get asked. You're saints for how well you handled the distance learning. But really, there's not a whole lot of difference here between March and April. We're talking three weeks. And the way it works out now is if you guys want to talk about having a break, this is great. So you go to school on the 1st of April. April Fool's Day is Holy Thursday this year. Then you're off for a four-day Easter weekend. You're off Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. You go back for just four days. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then you're off for another week. There's a 19-day span there where kids will be in class and teachers will be in class four times. Four times in a 19 days is pretty good. And if I know people the way I think I do, I'm quite confident there's going to be a lot of educators and and people that work in education that are going to use up four vacation days and take that time off too. Just the way I see it happening. Or they'll be sick or whatever. In any case, I don't see what the problem is here with moving this March break. I I really don't. There's nothing that says March break has to be in March just because it's the way it has been in the past. There's nothing wrong with doing this in April. There's a lot of upsides to it, too. If you want to look at that, the the weather will be a little bit better. Maybe if the numbers are better, you'll be able to do some outdoor activities and not be so cold. I I don't know. It'll be a little bit different. You've got to think of the upside because it is what it is. The decision's made now. The decision's made. So for me, it's like you got to stop your whining and move on. I know people don't like hearing that, but it's 
It, it is the way it is. But is this just opposing for the sake of opposing? Because it seems like that's what it is. I mean, that press release was lined up and ready to go. All they had to do was drop in the new dates and hit publish. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's not forget the all of the ads that were running everywhere uh, for many months about about the uh, what the government is doing and how the teachers were not liking it. You might remember that. Totally remember It was ready that. to go. Some, at some points, it was kind of premature. Yeah. You might that's remember. The thing. Yeah. There's also the point, and Scott sort of said it there when he, when he mentioned that teachers get a bad rap sometimes because of the way the union conducts themselves. And there's a lot of teachers who don't necessarily agree right. with how it's being handled. Yeah. So I feel like, a, like I've got friends who are teachers, and, and I see what they go through, and, and it is, you know, it's an admirable profession first and foremost. Um, and there was going to be a lot of people who would argue with Scott's point about how well, you get summers off and you get this and that. And there's a lot of people who don't make enough money and have to do summer school as a teacher and have mm-hmm. to work during the summer and things like sure. that. Yep. And it's, it's like a lot of other professions. But when you have a very vocal you know, union, for example, in this case, you, you don't get a chance to say, whoa, hang on. I don't necessarily agree with that because the majority of the messaging is coming from the union. Yeah. It's not like they sit everyone around at a Zoom call and say, so what do you guys think of this? Yeah, let's state everyone's individual opinion. They yeah, we'll take care of it for you yeah. is, is what I understand is, it's been like. And there's yeah. this move to, to April, there's some people who, who think it's great and there's others who disagree. It's like everything now. It's like we, we can't we, – there's can't nothing win. we can agree on. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Between that and, and moving to different color coding systems, every time we've done it, there's, there's nothing that's going to make everybody happy. Ever. How confusing is that, by Ever. the way? Let's go into the, the new gray zone, but this gray zone is going to have some orange stuff in it. But it's and not some, gray. Yeah, yeah. It's not quite gray. It's, it's, yeah. it's like a mustard yellow, if you look at it, really. <laughs> a, you know what it is? It's the color of slush. Yeah. Like snowy. Like, you know when you get that, that crappy end of winter? Snurt. Snurt. Snow meets dirt. It's snurt. It's we're in the sn- We're in the snurt code. We're in the snurt code. <laughs> we're in the snurt we're color. snurt zone. This is snurt zone. Yeah, uh, it, it's so tough. I mean, I, and I get it. Everyone has the tough job and everyone's feeling the stress. Scott, you mentioned it and you, you were perfect. You bang on with that. Everyone is feeling burnout like badly right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah. this I feel like this gets taken to a new level of, of frustration and it's not well thought out. Like, it's just we immediately have to argue the point. Like it has Yeah, to I mean, all the union had to do here was say, yeah, we disagree with that move, but we respect the position of the health professionals. Because this, by the way, was recommended by the health professionals. Lecce didn't just pick a date out of thin air and say, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah fuck them. Let's just do them that day. He didn't do that. I mean, obviously, this came from the medical professionals that the government has been listening to since day one. I, I, don't, uh, I, I don't understand why the union wants to make such a big deal of this. And I get, like you said, Dave, there are definitely some teachers who hate this, and, and maybe they it's for personal reasons, maybe it's for professional. I get it. But at the end of the day, there's still a lot of people who on Tuesday are going back to work for the first time. And then the following Monday, the rest of them will be going back to work. And can you imagine, oh, I get to go back to work three weeks, and then boom, i got to find something to do with my kids for a week. This is good for everybody. Move it back. Three weeks. That's it. It's only three weeks. It's going to line up fairly nicely with your Easter break, too. Like I said, you're in school four days out of 19. Good. Okay. Great. That's going to be a lot of time off in April. You got to wait a little bit longer, but you do. And I'm sorry. I know teachers hate it when you compare things to the private sector, but Dave, you're the boss. Uh, I can think of off the top of my head, probably about 16 weeks a year when I'm not allowed to take vacation, even if I want to. 
Sometimes in your private sector job, there's like blackout periods. Your work can ask you to reschedule vacations based on certain things like busy seasons. They can embargo. Hey, guys, sorry. I'm sure you'd love to have some time off in December, but this is retail and nobody's taking time off. It's all hands on deck because we want to make some sales. It's kind of the same thing, is it not? This is just them saying, no, you're not going to take your vacation in March. You're going to take it in April, three weeks later, because that works out better for everybody. See, I that keep, does happen. No, totally does. I, I keep going back to the the fact that it's the health professionals that are suggesting this. You know what I do when I when I need medical advice? I go to my doctor. So in this really, I go to Liz Sandals and Smokey Thompson every time I need medical well, advice. Well, listen, you you make it a you make it a, a competing argument then um, I, about how you feel and how you're going to feel after you get that advice. Can I just say I feel like a a lot of this argument. We're forgetting the point of the whole fucking reason for all of this and what we should, really should matter, and that's the kids. Like, it, the kids should matter before anything and everything else, and people want to be, like, whining and say it's all, it's all about them. They're not thinking about what's best for the kids. The medical professionals are thinking about what's best for the kids, really. And that might suck, but that's exactly what the point of this is. What's best for those kids coming in and out of the schools? This is the answer to it. So what happens if it turns around and in the next little while the numbers don't go down? What happens if they spike again? And for whatever reason, whether it be variants or, um, you know, people are, are laxing because we're moving into the, the snert colored uh, zone here. What happens then? Then do we say, well, let's wait on April break now because we feel like if we if we go ahead with this, people are going to go ahead and go visit family and go do things that they traditionally do. Yeah. Um, I just this is it's a mess. This is the best way to say it. This is a, a goddamn sloppy, mess. It's a slo- you're right. Like when you look back on this this school year and last school year, it's just a sloppy, unorganized mess. It's a snurdy mess. It's a sn- it's a, we've been in the snurt zone for like a year. <laughs> yeah. To be like, that's the truth. Yeah, and you know, it's easy. For, I mean, it's easy for anybody to 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 say that they're doing it wrong as an armchair quarterback here, but. Man, I, I don't have to make the decisions, and I'm kind of glad I don't. Thank God, right? Because I know. It is, there's a lot of stress that comes along with this stuff. And, and knowing that no matter what you say, people are going to argue with you. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah. It's, it's kind of nuts. It's totally nuts. I get it. I mean, the whole thing is fucked up, and we're in kind of uncharted territory. Let's keep in mind here, we shouldn't be talking about COVID right now. We shouldn't be. This was supposed to be done. I mean, the vaccines, they were approved in December. They were supposed to be rolling out. And at the absolute least, we could have protected the seniors, the healthcare workers, and the frontline workers, including teachers. I think teachers should be prioritized to get those vaccines. I think they deserve it, and they're in a tough spot right now. Having said that, uh, we don't have the vaccines yet, and it's going to be a while longer. Down in the States, it's a different story. I mean, Mm -hmm. Joe Biden and Dr. Fauci yesterday said they've revised their plan. Any American who wants a vaccine will be able to get one by April. Now, we should have been in a similar position at this point. We really should have. But shit didn't work out that way. And we got to roll with the punches. Throw in these new variants. Still trying to figure out how they got here. I mean, because I thought that we were watching for this sort of shit. But they're here. and We got to deal with that. And that's going to make cases spike a little bit. It looks like anyway, based on that modeling that they came out with yesterday. So, I mean, we hope for the best, but plan for the worst. And if if. Kids going to school for those extra three weeks, but then the compromise is they get a ton of time off in April is the solution. Well, I guess that's what we have to do. That's what the doctors say is a good idea. So um, I really think people need to just sort of suck it up a little bit and be a little more open to change. It's like people can't wrap their head around anything that's not the way we always do it. Yeah, I know March breaks always in March, 
Okay, well, it's going to be in April this year. It's not the end of the world. You might even like it better. We might permanently go to an April break or a spring break. Make it line up with reading week for college and university students. There's a lot of different things we could do. We just haven't done them yet. And we're going to try this out and see how it goes. While you're on that point, I got to ask, how do we feel about family day in February? Can Can we move it to June? See, no. And the reason why they did this... You know the reason why they did it is because this is the this is the time of year that it's very I'll use the word because I think I've used it before draggy. They mm-hmm. needed to put something in there in between that March break, in between that time where we see a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel, like uh, okay, the weather's getting better around Easter. People needed a little bit of a break, so that's actually I'm pretty sure the reason why they put it in February. So let me get this straight: New Year's Day to um, March break. Yeah, we can't handle. No, weeks of, that was the of reasoning steady. for it. If I'm not mistaken, that's the actual reasoning for it. Because when you look at all the holidays, look how many we have in the summer. There's like one every single month. And it's summertime. The weather's nice. This is a depressing time of the year. I think that they, they placed it in there for that exact reason, is that a lot of people go this stretch. A lot of people do that stretch. New Year's Day is their last day off all the way through until maybe March. Well, make Valentine's Day a holiday then. Sure, I'm, I'm not going to argue that. Look at a day off. What a ridiculous Heart-shaped pieces be. for everybody. <laughs> but, I, but yeah, I mean, I look at family day. I look at the weather forecast for this weekend, and I'm like, Ugh, it'd be nice if it was in June and I could go outside and, and ride a bike or do something outside. And, and now I can't because it's going to be minus 15 well, with the wind chill. You know what? Sucks. You bring up what we've talked about before, though. Scott and I is, is the flex days. Like, we should be able to have vacations in this entire country. We all have holidays, but it's your day. It's Dave Day. You pick whatever day you want, and that's your day. That's your federal day off, whatever it is. It will never work out that way, but how cool would that be? Well, you we just make it your birthday. Any holiday you want. Yeah. You can your birthday, your anniversary, uh, just because day, whatever. Yeah. I like just because day. Yeah. Those are good days. That's a really good day. Okay, guys, we're going to wrap it up for the weekend, but thank you for listening to this edition of After 9. We hope you have a fantastic Valentine's Day and Family Day. Sorry to cut you off. I just want to throw one last thing in before you do sign off. I want to say happy. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry, but this is important. (laughs) Happy anniversary to both of you. Anniversary. And you don't don't know why. Our anniversary of what? (laughs) You're both big Raptors fans. 21 years ago today, Vince Carter won the slam dunk competition. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, yeah. I've watched the slam dunk competition about 3,000 times in the last couple of days, getting ready for this big anniversary. That was the one where he did the crazy dunk with his yeah, elbow. Yeah, no, I'm trying to calculate and... how old I was. No, oh, no. I was like 14, 15. I, I, but I do remember. I do remember <laughs> seeing footage and highlights of that years later. I just want to end on a, on a good positive <laughs> note. And, and Vince no. Carter was so nice to us when he worked in or when he played in Toronto and he was an awesome guy. And, and uh, yeah, happy anniversary to Vince Carter and all Raptors Hang on. fans. Is he, he's not done yet, right? No, he's done. He retired last year. Why didn't he come back for one last season? Because he's played like Because the Raptors didn't want him. The Raptors didn't want him? Oh, there's still a lot of bitterness there? No, they were still trying to win. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, honestly, Vince played for okay. like, like 3,000 okay. years. I'm just curious. All he right. was the dinosaur on the jersey. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they designed it on. Yeah, that's amazing. Now, go happy anniversary, uh, Air Canada, Vince Carter, and to you as a Raptors fan. All right. Have a great weekend, everybody. Happy Family Day. We'll catch you back here on Tuesday. A man in New Jersey built a giant Lincoln Memorial out of snow in his front yard. At first, he actually tried making the Washington Monument, but the neighbors called the police. Louis Vuitton has a sweater that is covered in puppets. The sweater goes for about $8,000, which is a small price to pay for something that will get you mauled outside of kindergarten. (laughs) 
According to a new survey, people under 35 are three times more likely to have nude photos of themselves on their phone, while people over 35 are more likely to have a really close-up picture of a mole. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.